Hi everyone, welcome back to the Career Review Podcast. This is your host Smriti. I know I have been MIA for quite a while now and our last episode came back a few months ago. But in my defense, the second wave of COVID that hit India devastatingly was also affecting me and my family in a very personal way as to have seen my loved ones battling for life and death during that time. I myself was covid positive and it took a lot of time for me and my family to build ourselves once again post uh, the loss of some of our loved ones and you know the entire process of healing back from covid emotionally and physically both I hope you and your loved ones are safe and I'm really really sorry from the bottom of my heart for those who have lost somebody uh, during the months of uh, April. Let's hop into our conversation with Vikram Galot where we discuss all about MBA admissions whether you should go for an MBA or not how is the environment inside these schools what do they look for during the interviews and how you can prepare yourself for the IIMs interviews or other B school interviews specifically and whether you should go for a school or a subject all those questions have been answered so we did ask a lot of you for questions on our instagram and linkedin and i have included those questions in my interview and as well as picked some episodes uh, picked some questions at the end of the episode as well so please stay tuned and let's go into the conversation welcome vikram thank you for joining us today and doing this uh, out of the busy schedule how are you doing today doing great uh, smriti uh, and uh, awesome to connect with you and to have an opportunity to talk to the to your audience thank you so much so uh, tell me how has been the last year for you i think uh, 2020 was different for everybody and everybody has some interesting or not so interesting stories to tell so how was the year for you well of course uh, given the fact uh, that i am a trainer and uh, b schools is one area uh, in which i have been working with students for the last 6 uh, 7 years now um, but at the same time campus placements is also something that came into the picture and uh, then uh, people who are looking to make a switch people with a certain amount of experience also so i've ended up now working with uh, people from all of these uh, different uh, zones and uh, on one hand of course uh, it 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 was quite predictable that uh, the the disruption that happened the jobs that were lost happened across the board across industries so it was uh, a time of heightened anxiety and uncertainty for sure but honestly uh, as a trainer for me it was more of the same in the sense that usually i anyway end up dealing with people in in that mode even when there's not a pandemic around but yes uh, when i look back i think uh, you know what stands out probably from this entire period is the fact that uh, one thing that i was really proud of was the fact that while i do work with people mostly on short term kind of stuff you know an interview is either a month away or even if it is campus placements you have two or three months but uh, it has been my intention through these years 
to at least build a base from where uh, not only uh, we, we don't only do well at the interview but there are a few things we take away and which sort of uh, play out as we go about our jobs as well so what i was really proud about the fact was that there were students ex students who of course got back during this time talking about how their companies were going to cut jobs so first of all it was very uh, it was good to hear that uh, none of them i mean all of them were part of the team that was retained but many of them actually took a stand went back got back to management and uh, actually tried to build a case for not letting go as many people as they were planning to or at least held on to their teams offered a salary cut voluntarily and uh, that is where you know jisko bolte hain ki you get your job satisfaction so that is where i felt really happy about the fact that somewhere a little conversation that we had started in the classroom a few years ago was being reflected you know all that stuff that we talked about leadership in the classroom you're never sure whether this is just going to go towards impressing someone in an interview or is this actually going to play out but i was really really happy to see uh, the fact that when it came to the crunch people actually stepped up to the plate took voluntary salary cuts held on to as many of their team as they could and actually helped turn the whole thing around during this time so that was the inspiring stuff right. in the middle of <laughs> at least some people were able to sail through these storms that we went through last year so tell me this that it you know it's it's your job to kind of coach mentor and handle people in the panic mode right so i think there are still a lot of people who are in the panic mode who or just moved into the panic mode because till now they were into the zone that okay we are going to pass this okay something is going to happen but eventually nothing has turned around for them there are a lot of people still out there who are probably you know like students uh, their academic year was delayed for an extent and they don't have admissions yet so there's one year of panic there they have their parents pressure there then there are people who are probably you know looking out for jobs but they are not able to crack interviews some people are dealing with employment gaps and all those things so what is your advice on the panic mode thing how do you handle the panic mode because i think if you handle the panic mode you are able to figure out the solutions even for yourself yes. without somebody else's help so how can people deal with that panic mode you know smriti uh, i'm i'm sure that uh, if the two of us also were to look back on our experiences uh, be it uh, the corporate phase or uh, your entire lifetime for that matter uh, when we look back at what were the moments when we felt you know uh, that we had really achieved something all right it might be that scholarship that you got when you were in school or college or it might be that big win for your organization it might be that breakthrough that you made but honestly uh, i am sure you will agree that the moments that uh, stay with us that come to the mind immediately and which we uh, which are definitely the ones that stand out when it comes to thinking about when did we achieve uh, a breakthrough as far as our selves are concerned when did a transformation happen at the personal level in our lives it was inevitably preceded by a crisis so of course uh, when it comes to a crisis that affects us all in a way it was 
something that none of us had experienced in our lifetimes and in another way it is something that all of us have experienced in our lifetime for sure just it's just that it didn't happen to everyone at the same time otherwise personal crises have always uh, come in one way or the other or or another and no one has no one can say that we haven't experienced ups or downs in our lifetimes so well when it's when something like this hits the entire world at one shot um we have no other option but to look for silver linings on the cloud and in that sense uh, abhi do din pehle it was mahashivratri to i guess aapke paas bhi forwards aaye honge bahut sare ki shiva is <laughs> yeah. and, and, and i got a yeah. bunch of them as well talking about shiva as the god of destruction but the fact that creation only happens in the wake of destruction and uh, of course uh, something beautiful to go deeper into and in that sense the first thing that i want to tell people is that let's take a good hard look at how things are number one aisa ho sakta hai ki you were working with an airline or you were working with a hotel and the entire category got wiped out it has got nothing to do with who you are or how good mm-hmm. you are or right and well let's take it as it comes usi uh, har ek uh, change जो कि मैनेजमेंट के अंदर में सबसे बड़ी थीम है मेरे ख्याल से सो एज स्टूडेंट्स ऑफ मैनेजमेंट आई थिंक द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट सब्जेक्ट और टॉपिक इज दैट ऑफ चेंज विच वी फ्रीक्वेंटली ऑफन एसोसिएट विद टेक्नोलॉजी सो लेट मी टेक द एग्जांपल ऑफ टेक्नोलॉजी ओनली फॉर दैट मैटर के जब इस दुनिया में इंटरनेट आया यू नो वेन द इंटरनेट अराइव फॉर अ बांस एंड नोबल्स इट मेंट डिस्ट्रक्शन बट फॉर एन एमेजॉन इट मेंट समथिंग गॉट क्रिएटेड इन द हिस्ट्री ऑफ मैनकाइंड दैट is a one of a kind right so every change is an opportunity and a threat at the same time depending on how we are going to react to it correct i mean there and, were so many new businesses yeah. that came up last year and they benefited also a lot because of this like for example for i think healthcare it was a different transformation altogether plus certain new kind of businesses came up that were not existing so many things moved online again amazon Absolutely. i think would have benefited in 2020 being an e-commerce platform and then there were things like the travel industry and the hospitality industry that kind of came down so yes, yes. I mean that's true. But I even within travel, that. I have a student who who, who with his dad runs uh, a travel agency. So they then started doing these virtual tours. At least held on to their audience, even if the revenue was not coming in at that time. They found a way to connect to a new audience. So it was a, a beautiful little thing that they did. You know, they used Google Maps and Street View to actually take people. on zoom sessions through the city and stuff like that that's, i that's can understand really amazing i mean yeah. now i think probably yeah. after the session i'm going to google about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yes on one hand it is understood ke bhai your plane is grounded so your plane is grounded and you are not hmm. flying so you are not flying fine so that is okay but on the other hand when i was talking about taking a good hard look at where things stand um I think it is a question worth asking. If out of a hundred people in the organization, let's say fifty were let go and fifty were not, one is not saying that the judgment of the management was an absolute, which needs to be considered as the you know as the reality itself. But definitely, we need to ask ourselves a question also. All right, what can I improve at? How do I become 
better at what I do so that the next time something like this happens, I'm not among those who are let go, but those who are retained during a tough period of time. Maybe this is a great moment uh, in my life where I actually get to do some introspection and find out what is this big leap? What is this big transformation that I'm ready for? If this uh, event had not come along, maybe I would have continued to exist somewhere in that organization, turning up at nine in the morning, doing what I was told to do, leaving at five, and then a, a year later sitting down for appraisal and saying, why am I not being promoted? I did everything that I was told to. Uh, so maybe, you know, 10 years might have passed might have uh, might go on like that 20 years might pass like that your entire career might uh, you know go by without you realizing that all right you spent couple of years at an organization you did everything that you were asked to you ended up blaming the organization for the fact that your expectations are not being met at the end of those two years you ended up blaming a manager you moved on somewhere else stayed there for three years, ended up blaming those folks again. And finally, probably you're an astrologer, you're going to see about why do I meet all the wrong people or bad managers in my life? Yes, that could very well be half of the story, but half of the story is you. How do you become indispensable to your organization? A great moment to ask why are certain people indispensable to their organization? What is it that they are doing? So I'm not running people who turn up at nine and who leave at five and who do whatever they are told. Agar aaj koi organization dust karod ka revenue kamariye, to wo ini logon ki vajase dust karod ka revenue kamariye, jo subah nawa baje aate hain, jo kam diya jata hai wo karte hain aur panch baje jate hain, but wo dust se saw karod pe nahi leke ja rahe wo log isko. Ye baat to clear. So I will not blame people who might be in this mode because uh, trust me, I'm sure you'll agree, all of us have been there at one point of time or the other in our lives, whether it was at school or <laughs> during college or at work. Honestly, if you were to ask me, I don't know if this is too radical to say, but at the end of my school experience, which was a great experience, I mean, I had as much fun as anyone can have at school. But I've been in great. this yeah. industry uh, for quite some time now. So have you seen uh, some good changes? Like you have mentioned about certain things on how the system should be and how it's not. So do you see any good changes that have happened uh, throughout the year since you have been working, since the time you were a student? From Even if you know you're not having a lot of trouble at work, all that you do is you look up in your organization and you're like, who is this idiot who's supposed to be my manager and who shouts at me all day long? Why is this? Why does this person get to do this to me? Achha, iske naam ke samne MBA likha hai. Abhi likhwa ke aata hoon. Abhi jaata. Abhi likhwa ke aata hoon. Kahan pe likhwate hain? And you're like, right. deal is done. But no, uh, that is how things. Ab- MBA is a course. I mean, it's not a solution to all problems. <laughs> I think that's how the problems. Smriti, you know, <laughs> this guy at Georgia Tech. I was talking to him about it. So I asked him, "Sir, ki yar, kam se kam, ye to." You know, I am Ahmedabad, bhi hai, toh, Ahmedabad is in India. So unfortunately, wo India wala problem is still So between the two of us, achha, between the two of us, bol hai, podcast. Hai. So, so there, I would recommend uh, listeners to look up Henry Mintzberg actually. Because if I say something master, to paraphrase karke, to koi hai. Henry Mintzberg, in the management professors, mein, 
रैंकिंग आदमी है मेरे हिसाब से मुझे पांच साल बाद एमबीए करने के ये समझ में आया कि मैनेजमेंट अपने आप में एक डिसिप्लिन है जब मैं खुद एक्चुअली उन चीजों के अंदर में जेनविन डिजायर टू लर्न और क्यूरियोसिटी के साथ घुसना वेन आई स्टार्टेड डूइंग दैट एंड देन आई फाउंड आउट अबाउट हेनरी मिट्सबर्ग एंड दैट इज वेयर फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम इन माई लाइफ आई फाउंड अ बुक बाय अ मैनेजमेंट प्रोफेसर दैट वॉज एक्चुअली एनलाइटनिंग एंड मिट्सबर्ग हैज रिटन अ बुक कॉल्ड मैनेजर्स नॉट एम बी एज in which uh, this guy who in my opinion should be a nobel prize winner or something uh if they had a nobel prize for management but they don't so uh read henry mintzberg and what he has to say he is a school in himself he stopped teaching uh, mba students after a while he struggled for many years thinking that you know he could improve his game somehow he could change his pedagogy somehow but he realized that the same old problems were happening with every batch so he voluntarily took a pay cut stopped teaching mba students restricted his work only to phd or post doctoral students started focusing on research and started a management program of his own called impm the alumni of which include the famous captain gopinath who after this program started air decan and stuff like that but it's not just the fact that it was gopinath or air deccan its content is what is kind of revolutionary so this man deserves to be read much more widely organization theory pe to inka kaam has made its way into our textbooks also but otherwise he is so disruptive that b schools don't even want him in and they most of them hate the name because he is going to put a lot of people out of their jobs if people start understanding what he is trying to say so with that actually i have one question in mind so then you said that you uh, whenever you get students to train who are uh, aspiring mba uh, students so and you ask them a question that why you want to do this and okay are you sure you want to do that so when you are working with them how do you make sure that your personal bias doesn't affect your work well that is where i think you know uh, this is such an interesting question smriti and coming from someone in hr a very interesting <laughs> question indeed so for me personally after having spent those two years completely switched off the moment for me actually that turned things around was a moment of destruction myself although nothing as dramatic as the pandemic that has hit the entire world but my own little universe kind of collapsed and i did it myself so here i recommend that people read seth godin who talks a lot about firing clients who are not letting you do good work similarly you should fire bosses also who are not letting you do good work if you stay true to that the market is always short of good people you know that smriti and maybe you can talk about that a little that while there might be 10000 applicants in the pool how hard a time you guys have of finding even one person who fits the bill my own personal biases so this is one difficulty while i which i experienced and that is why i think for me hr is the first love and will continue to be uh so what i realized in my meetings was that you put anything on the table of course i was a stickler for consensus kam kam karo but jitna time laga sakte ho agreement build karne ke liye possibly utna lagao सारे पॉइंट्स ऑफ व्यू को लेकर के आओ टेबल पर और तभी एग्जीक्यूशन मोड के अंदर में जाओ सो नेवर गो इनटू एग्जीक्यूशन मोड विदाउट एक्चुअली हियरिंग पीपल थ्रू एज फार एज इट इज प्रैक्टिकली पॉसिबल वाज 
and continues to be at the core of my philosophy but initially i was stumped because no matter what the topic um we would open up a meeting i would start with whatever comments i had about the topic at hand and then ask for people's opinion and very predictably what you were met with was bilkul sahi baat hai sir perfect yes sir <laughs> absolutely sir bilkul yahi karte hain kare start kare and i am like if you guys don't disagree you are all going to get fired but of course that kind of a threat is not going to work once again jaise wo indian idol pe aata hai na kaun danish are sir are are sir to wahi chal raha tha fir se to mujhe bahut simple si cheez karni padi ki main i don't put my cards on the table to begin with although with today's podcast i think i am kind of putting my cards on the table but uh, every, any and every meeting that i ran any and every class that i ran after that i made sure that i was the last person to reveal his point of view on any kind of a topic and let people figure things out for themselves as far as possible but definitely pre- try and present both sides of a question or three sides of a question क्वेश्चन is questions are so introspecting that you like you will have to find the answers within yourself he is not going to give you the answer the way he is going he's to right. give you the answer is by kind of you know pulling it out from your own mind so i right. i think what you just said kind of resonates to you know reminds me of what your students have written there as a thread that you ask a lot of introspecting questions and then then some there is also mentioned uh, the fact that uh, they were disheartened about not getting call from this particular uh, b school and then you said if why don't you concentrate on the school and not this school and all those things and then she right. said that when i did that i actually got calls from there and then i was thinking of redoing you know reappearing for the exams the, this year and exactly. because of him i ended up uh, not wasting another year in you know preparing and going through the same process again and again of course mriti so you know at one level this whole mba game is as much about is less about the career itself or what you are going to learn or where you are going to work or what package you are going to get it is equally about uh, the school that that is going to get added to your name as your brand name for the rest of your life whatever it is worth i don't know but i can understand because i have been there so of course it felt great to know that from now on you know padosh mein ek uncle the jo kehte the ki iska kuch nahi ho sakta hai ya ek aur uncle bhi the jo kehte the to ab admission letter ka photocopy karke sabke muh pe mar ke aaunga kind of a deal ke ye dekho i am calcutta ye dekho i am ahmedabad jo bhi hai hai na to i can understand where that thing comes from the the name of the school itself as a marker of status the name of the school itself as i i mean padhai likhai ko chhod kar ke baki sare reasons zyada important hai khas taur pe mba ki degree ke sath mein baki kahin par aur isiliye ye 
करप्ट भी हो जाता है ये डिग्री का प्रोसेस काफी हद तक बिकॉज जो क्राउड आ रही है उसका ऑब्जेक्टिव ही नहीं है कि मतलब दैट इज वेर उंड because they were aware of the fact that this is nothing to fly to the moon about the brand name itself and at right. least that is how mm-hmm. they got focused on the subject Actually, <laughs> no, no. Actually, I am actually going to agree to your point, and I'm going to emphasize the fact that you know, um, like some years back when I was uh, somebody who was aspiring and you know, I was giving exams for you know a good MBA school, I think people really need to understand the fact that not getting into a good MBA school is not the end of the world. I mean, you can still go uh, with a two tier or maybe you know just a general MBA school. And right. uh, I am from an M- like a general MBA school, and I think I did decent for myself. I am not saying that I did great, but I think I did decent for myself. And uh, it's not something to be disheartened about if you don't get into a top B school. I think you can always make your way uh, if you like just try doing. Right, Smriti, and I'm sure you'll agree that you know as trainers, uh, we are proud of the achievements of. Anyone and everyone we have ever worked with, उसमें कोई ऐसा differentiation नहीं होता है. But I have to admit that I'm especially proud of those who made it. Uh, and I think that is my, that that is the thing that I'm passionate about and which I'm looking where I'm looking to make a difference going forward. So the people I'm proudest of are those who, without an MBA, actually made it to where, at times MBAs might not. even in the current batch right now there is someone who is contemplating who who has a job offer which has people from tier 2 business schools mm-hmm. while he is interviewing at business schools right now and who is thinking whether he should join or not there's someone else at microsoft who wrote to me a year and a half later that sir uh, i've gone through five interviews already i joined as a software developer but after five interviews within the organization today i'm joining uh, the team as a product manager and it was wonderful to do whatever work we did it really helped me along the way he was talking more about how all the interview techniques helped him but you know <laughs> uh, of course that was how he saw it but what i could understand was that he brought the spirit of it to work 24 by 7 5 days a week and that is the ultimate the thing that ultimately makes a difference i don't know why people are so closed to all sorts of such examples that i can offer i have a list such a long list of such examples now of people who have actually exceeded the entire mba zone without ever having done one purely by dint of what they brought by the fact that they brought themselves 100% at work and actually tried you know fought to do good work us tarah ke logon ke to market mein matlab hamesha hi akal rehta hai Like I was saying, पचास हजार करोड़ की ऑर्गेनाइजेशन है वो इसलिए थोड़ी ना तुम्हें हायरिंग से मना कर दिया क्योंकि उसके पास पचास हजार तुम्हें सैलरी में देने के लिए नहीं है वो तो हजार लोगों को हायर कर सकता है लेकिन एक बार इस तरह का काम होता है तो आई मीन दैट मेक्स मी 
that is job satisfaction for me and what i really want to do going forward is kind of build a case for people to understand that i mean uh, I, i would like to collaborate with you and kind of <laughs> run interviews with <laughs> recommend or find out at least 1000 such people and make a list of such people that is my podcast idea to run 1000 interviews with people in the next one year who have without an mba or at a place where they hire mbas today and they have made a significant difference so nothing against the degree but well but i mean i think the point that we are trying to make here is that a dig- the degree is not the car that you can just drive and reach the moon it's you exactly. <laughs> at the end I mean, it's, exactly. it's the efforts of the driver that's going to make a difference uh, whether it's an mba or you know there are so many people uh, i think lot of people like the bollywood stars the sports people who are i think not like just 10th graduate or maybe like a 12th high school yeah, yeah. and then they're still you know doing good for themselves not just in their field but you know for some side businesses or things like that and you know marks exactly. are work we all know about him Right. how is the dropout right so of course i mean that is the standard question in b school interviews always that you know uh, let's talk name 100 entrepreneurs who made a mark ever and of course how many of them are mbas so that at one level might even be an slightly unfair question but it does test somebody on you know how well they might have thought through the entire question but at the same time i have to say that uh, you know uh, i used to quote the example of the uh, man who used to run the pan mm. shop in front of our coaching center and i used to ask these students do you are you aware what the worth of this pan shop is today it is a lot more than you are ever going to earn as salary no matter which b school you go to are you aware of the triple story house that this guy built after coming from a little village in bihar he set up a little pan shop are you aware of the triple story bungalow that he has built in which part of delhi and what his shop is worth today so i mean if you're talking about business that's not what people are interested in people are interested in wearing a suit and tie and driving to a huge glass building where their job title says strategist or something like that that's something else yeah right i have one last question for you and then we'll probably take uh, two three questions from the audience so the right. question is that uh, we know that how much of an emphasis the business school plays on the quality of the candidates coming into the program so i want to kind right. of uh, unpack the word quality here what is quality that they are looking for hmm. admissions um uh, see uh, before i actually point a few things out some of some of those are i think things that we have already touched upon in today's discussion but maybe they bear uh, their mm. words repetition uh but before i go there one thing that i want to emphasize if anyone who is listening to this is thinking about a b school is do not uh, put pressure on yourself even if i were to give you a list of 5 10 15 qualities ultimately what we realize is that there were two players in india's cricket team right uh they used to play for india's cricket team now uh one of them was known for attacking cricket and the other guy was known as the greatest defender of all time okay you're I talking about rahul dravid <laughs> and rahul dravid and uh and rahul dravid his opposite yeah. who is his opposite number his opposite the, okay the uh, most attacking batsman ever probably 
from the same era or from the different era i'm not very yeah yeah in, <laughs> indian team only indian team only okay so i think he used to play with ganguly and uh, sevag virendra sevag is okay you're talking talking the about talking the opening about. okay See, yeah, I am trying to play. learn about cricket now. So my <laughs> husband is very fond of it, but not very good with it. <laughs> but yeah, defender I know is Rahul Dravid. <laughs> yeah, you got Rahul Dravid in, uh, right off the bat. So we have a Dravid and a Sehwag playing in the same team, while the two are absolutely opposite in terms of their uh, style, in terms of their approach, in terms of their technique, in terms of their skills. So the first thing that we re- need to realize is that if cricket can do with that kind of diversity that even amongst the batsmen you have polar opposites playing for a team forget a wicketkeeper a bowler a batsman right all those diverse roles then management is a much bigger game and if it takes if you are extremely patient well that is something that is going to w- work both in your favor and against you that could potentially work both in your favor or against you depending on who you team up with so if you actually team up with somebody who is incredibly impatient then maybe it's going to be a nice combination or maybe the two of you are never going to understand each other and that is where one thing which is critical to everything call it teamwork or call it leadership comes into the picture i can pack a team full of diverse individuals they might then comes my big challenge that they are not going to pull together but i need that diversity how are they going to pull together it is not going to happen on its own who is going to do it no one person alone can do it even if one person alone is taking the lead so even if one individual is going to take the lead the entire team needs to get infected with that spirit eventually and that now you call that teamwork or you call that leadership i don't know what you want to call it right but uh, i would rather call it teamwork because as soon as you say leadership it's people especially in our country start confusing it with formal authority for that matter i mean if you talk about america it is even worse the whole hierarchical and autocratic aspect of uh, dominating mm-hmm. people because you have formal authority over them but then again in every culture there are counter examples as well so leadership does not mean that you have to be formally at the head of the team as a matter of fact it is a responsibility that you should get formally only if you have displayed that trait without having any formal authority how how do i bring my best work to the table fine how is the team come going to combine in the best possible manner and for that you do not need to wait for formal authority so when you are in, at a b school interview what are b schools looking for what are employers looking for they are not looking for the student of the year they are not looking for the next nobel prize winner they are not looking to hire a professor please do not take pressure for any of these reasons yes they are looking for uh, something like teamwork or leadership in the sense that i talked about right now and for that it does not matter whether it was mm-hmm. a grand stage on top of which you stood whether the whole world was clapping for you when you did something you know ho sakta hai jab india ke students to jab ye likhte hai main college society ka president tha to what i my antenna basically stands up and says there is going to be a problem on the leadership front because you and i both know how college society presidents exercise their authority basically alumni ka lecture hai 
सुबह तक तुम भी गायब थे एवरीबडी एल्स वॉज ऑल्सो मिसिंग देन यू सेंट अ मैसेज टू योर व्हाट्सएप ग्रुप सेइंग एवरीवन टर्न अप एट द ऑडिटोरियम और लेक्चर हॉल विद इन हाफ एन आवर और वी आर नॉट गोइंग टू गिव यू योर सर्टिफिकेट्स तो ये तो हिंदुस्तान के कॉलेज सोसाइटीज का लीडरशिप है जिसको लोग अपने सीवी में सबसे प्रोमिनेंट करके डालते हैं तो अगर आपको लग रहा है कि यू आर फूलिंग एनी वन बाय कोटिंग दिस फैंसी टाइटल ऑन योर रेज्यूमे एंड देन वी आर गोइंग टू फॉल फॉर इट वैसे स्मृति इतने सारे सीक्रेट्स बताने चाहिए क्या लोगों को ऐसे ओपनली या फिर कहीं हमारा गेम खराब तो नहीं हो जाएगा हायरिंग आई थिंक
highlighted correctly. The second thing that I would like to end with is communication skills. So, one thing I have said leadership, one thing communication हाँ. skills. Subject matter knowledge is okay, it's less, it's less, it's less, it's less, it's less, except for this, can I name a school? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. So, except for I am Lucknow, which should stop running interviews and give people a piece of paper and ask them to solve academic questions, whatever they are, because 90% of their interviews are just acad- questions from acads. So, why do they interview me? I don't know. If they are not interested in anything else, better give people a piece of paper. Look at XLRI, look at TIS, look at MICA, how they conduct their internet as weakness. Hear it as what can you improve on. And if you have nothing that you can improve on, that is your big weakness. Correct. That then also we are understanding. And not knowing what to improve is also a negative thing. <laughs> exactly. So that becomes your weakness then if you don't have a good weakness to talk about. Right? Uh, as far as your qualities are concerned, let me just speak a little bit about communication skills. Leadership pe to bola. But I don't want to say that these two things are. But yes, these are essential ingredients. Hai. But communication skills also majorly misunderstood. This is not an Angreji test. This is not a test of your vocabulary. As a matter of fact, if you are going to use the Shashi Tharoor kind of vocabulary because you think it is going to be impressive, I am going to reject you because you are using that vocabulary. It is going to come in the way of teamwork. If your objective is to impress people with words that they might not understand. Good communication, business communication. We ho chahe drawing room conversation we ho. It's not just business communication that can do with some simplicity. Hmm? Uh, pressure But talk about yourself. Or can you make it interesting? That, I think, once again goes back to something I might have picked up mm. from Seth Gordon, who is one of the marketing gods alive at this point in time. So, folks, read Seth Gordon. Listen to his videos if you like that better. Uh, it comes naturally to some of us, uh, but it is not something that you can't get better at. If you're not going to be able to make whatever you're saying interesting, even if it is a good idea within quotes, again, uh, it's not going to get picked up. What does this interesting mean? Well, uh, I'll leave it to you right now, but maybe some other day, some other time, it's something you can figure out. I'm not talking about cracking jokes, but at least offer an analogy, offer an example. Right. Don't, don't just keep things to abstraction. And don't just be conceptual when you're talking about stuff. Try to make it as simple as possible. And if you want to really, uh, you know, uh, get this clear, then let me direct you to chapter 24, first page of a book called How Google Works. Read that book, go to chapter 24, read the first page of chapter 24. By the Smriti, you'll be happy to learn that the chapter is titled Hiring is the most important thing that you do. And it's a book written by the CEO of Google. I think I'm definitely going to go back to this one first out of all the three recommendations that you have given today. And with that, actually, uh, I would like to take question from our audience. So I think a lot of people did ask questions about this college is better or that college is better. And I don't think we should get into that because that's going to be 
uh, irrelevant for a lot of people, I think, and it's more yeah. known if you just Google or you know, it's more about perception. I think. So the two questions that I want to take up today uh, from the audience is that the first question is that uh, if you have a choice of taking a better college or a stream or subject of your choice, which one should you pick? So it, I think the answer is very obvious. It has to be the stream, the college. Uh, actually, this whole better college deal. I think even the first question ties directly into this one that you asked right now. So it's very simple. Let's take a choice between IIM Ahmedabad and IIM uh, Raipur or IIM Kashipur, right? Two colleges. So IIM Ahmedabad, uh, I will compare it to a mature organization with a history behind it, right? Which is do dominating at the top of the market. And IIM Raipur or Kashipur, I will compare it with a startup. So very obviously, uh, there is a trade-off of sorts and it's not even a trade-off. There are aspects of working with both kinds of organizations which offer great opportunities. At IIM Ahmedabad, of course, you are getting to work with some people who are acknowledged as the best in the country or the best in the world. There is that history that the institution has. There is the alumni network that the institution has and all those things that work in its favor. But at an IIM Raipur, so when you talked about a better college, let me put it this way that even if we were to assume that IIM Ahmedabad is the better college, the opportunity that you do not get at IIM Ahmedabad is to make it a better college, which you get at, at an IIM Raipur at IIM Kashipur. You get to work as an in an entrepreneurial mode. IIM Ahmedabad mein jaoge, wo bolega, beta, tere jaise bohat log yahan par aate hai, hoga tu apni gali ka share, abhi apna sar niche kar, padhai kar, aur number kat ke, to fir bataunga tere ko. IIM Kashipur, Unfortunately, I've heard things about I am Rohatak. They are also trying to copy the same style okay. in order to look like one of the big B schools. Hmm. But many of the newer IMs, we see that there is an entrepreneurial spirit at work. The entire faculty and the management is not only happy, but actually encourages students to feel like part of the team and to actually work towards building the college's brand, towards taking the college's name to all corners of the country to win honors for the college itself. So you are given a lot more room to go beyond those four group projects you get on a daily basis and which end up making you jack of all, master of none. I think that's a very good insight and probably also kind of extended uh, the length of the conversation. So probably we're going to just kind of end it here. And I must right. say that, you know, we've had a very, very good conversation with you today. And even I am also taking back a few pointers, some recommendations on books that I'm going to go back with. And I hope uh, the agenda of the conversation, you know, to give some insight to a lot of people listening to us gets fulfilled that even if one person can get a clear head and can make a decision for himself or herself, I think I would call this episode a success. It was wonderful, Smriti, and I loved the questions uh, that you had. And uh, as an HR practitioner, as a matter of fact, uh, I think I have got a few more questions to bounce off you, uh, but some other time probably. Thanks again for the opportunity to talk to everyone here. So thank you so much, and we'll take your leave. All right, Smriti, uh, take care then, and good luck to everyone.
thank you so much for staying till the end of the episodes if you like our content do give us a review on whichever platform you are listening us from and stay tuned for more episodes coming in the following weeks wherein we discuss a lot more about making a career in different fields and what you should look for what to expect from the job market or the industry overall and how you can earn more or upskill yourself more so that will be our focus area for the next few weeks and the second season of the career review podcast i'll see you very soon all our social media handles will be in the description of this episode have a great week ahead